We're pleased to partner again with Curex, the number one insole in the run specialty retail market, which means in running stores, it's the top selling brand of insoles. It's no wonder. Curex insoles are highly customizable and provide dynamic arch support. For 15% off, visit curex.us and use code AMR15. GoodRx is a free and easy-to-use service that allows you to track prescription drug prices and get free coupons for discounts on your medications. To start saving up to 80% on your prescriptions today, go to goodrx.com AMR. When you activate your Birdie personal safety alarm with a quick pull, the alarm will emit a loud siren and flashing strobe light to help deter an attack. Right now, She's Birdie's offering our listeners 15% off their first purchase when you go to she'sbirdie.com slash AMR. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I'm joined in studio by Molly Williams. Hello, Molly. Hello, Sarah. So nice to be here. I know. It's been too long since we've seen each other. It has been way too long. Yes. We've all been holed up in our casas because of the heat wave. Yeah. Well, and you had your trip back to the East Coast to see your mom. I did. And then I had a guest in town from San Francisco. And then we had a guest... Um, a Colgate buddy was uh, in town with her daughter on a college trip. They just left this morning. Um, so, and then you when we escaped to the beach for a oh, little yeah, bit of the it. heat. That's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And then you've stayed at your parents' house cause you don't have central air conditioning. Do you? No. Yeah. So I slept in the basement and my mother-in-law oh, came did? over for a night too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, um, I mean that we hit temperatures hotter than Las Vegas has ever hit. And, and people need to look on the map, mm-hmm. you know, Portland is exceptionally far North. We are f- further North than I think all of Maine, most of Maine. Really? Yeah. We are, the, the you map. know, the, the, we really jut up there into the North there. So I guess it was a convergence of Southern air coming up, like, you know, the jet streams changed mm-hmm. a little bit or whatever. So the Southern air came up and we had this high pressure and then it got pushed down. Mm-hmm. And then as it came down, it got hotter. Mm. So, I mean, what was it? 115, 116 on Monday? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was awful. It was so awful. And also so sunny. Yeah. Really uh, sunny. The, and we've had a couple deaths, I guess. I, I think oh. we're just starting to get the tallies on what happened. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. some of the, yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard yet. I, well, you know, we all worry about the unhoused because mm-hmm. yes, yeah. 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 Getting you cool. D- yeah. You don't want to be in a tent on a, no. on a, on a pavement or even in a trailer, like without AC. I mean, those things would probably bake. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, there's all sorts of scenarios that would be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, Jack, my husband actually volunteered down at the church. He's a member. He's a Knight of Columbus. I'm not sure you knew that about Jack. I did not know that. Um, Good Catholic man. And he, um, so the church opened up their doors to, I think it was mainly just seniors as a cooling center. So he went down mm-hmm. there and um, sat with seniors for an hour or two. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so thankfully now it is cloud covered today. I've never been so thankful oh, for marine layer. I know it's <laughs> going to be a high of like 85 or something like practically a cold wave. Right. Well, then the crazy thing is yesterday, which was when the heat wave broke, yeah. it was like 91, which by Portland standards is an inferno. Yeah. But it was 22 degrees cooler than the day before. Yeah, it did. It felt better. I know. <laughs> it did. We have a, a air conditioner unit, you know, to put in the window kind of thing that yeah. like does not work. <laughs> it's like a, 
crappy car. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. So I had that, I had that in last night, just like praying that we get cooled off. It never got any cooler than it did outside. And finally this morning, I just gave up and opened up the windows again. It was oh, so much better. Oh, the, uh, my 15 year old twins and I started watching that new season of Alone that's on oh, Netflix. I finished it. I love it. Every bit of it. Don't don't spoil anything, but but we're like they're in the Arctic Circle. Yeah. We need to watch it now. Yeah, <laughs> and you know they're like, oh yeah, well it'll get down to you know negative twenty. We're like that sounds so good, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I was having a little trouble falling asleep uh, on Monday night, so I listened to a sleep story and I picked one that was um, in Norway <laughs> on an island with snow. I was like, oh, <laughs> went right to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, but you are going somewhere warm malls. Oh, well, Hawaii, which is actually cool by comparison. It's only going to be in the eighties and it'll be breezy. Yeah. I've never been to Hawaii. This will be my first trip. Oh, so excited. We leave on Tuesday. It is good. Heaven. Lord willing and the crypt don't rise. Um, oh, good. I'm, I thought you were leaving on July 2nd. I'm glad I got a couple more days with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. oh so we can swim on Sunday. Oh, absolutely. We should. Maybe oh, we should try the river. Oh yeah. Well, Maybe we should figure that out. Yes. Yes. We've been swimming in a pond, but now with the heat, it's going to be all, it's like a bathtub. It's going to be weedy. <laughs> yeah, it is. And if weeds touch me, <laughs> I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I've been swimming by myself on Sunday since you're at the beach and uh -huh. I, before I could see stuff floating Ooh. and all that stuff. And I just told myself, it's all organic material. And I don't mean that from a like organic versus conventional. I mean, just, it's yeah. not artificial. It's, it's carbon-based. It's <laughs> carbon-based. Thank you for understanding me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, oh my gosh, Hawaii, it is truly heavenly. Oh, you I'm have such a tree. It's paradise. You have yeah. a tree. Yeah. And I've got my bikini top that I will debut mm -hmm. in oh. Hawaii oh, very to, good. to the offense of no one, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Since this whole podcast is about going topless. Exactly. Not, yes. Not it's, topless, it's, topless. Yes. It's showing you know, off your sports bra. Showing off your, your sports, bra, your skin. Yes. And your skin being your your breast area and your tummy area uh -huh. which and your is back Some in your back aren't. area and there's nothing to be embarrassed by that yep is there or you can be embarrassed by it and you can do it anyway or not do it and it's all up to you right exactly exactly right. so this so yeah we are going to be talking about running in just a sports bra on top and it was prompted by a facebook cover image of this strong local runner named Jen, Jenny. Mm -hmm. And I was amazed by the variety of women who said they'd never do it mm -hmm. or had just run in, in, you know, for the first time ever in just a sports bra. And so, you know, but we all see male runners who don't seem to care. They don't care. Yeah. They're letting it all hang out. They so, sure. so I decided it's time to encourage women runners to strip down if they've ever toyed with the idea. It is, it's fine if people never want to do that. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, and whatever the range is, that's okay. And we do know that there's safety concerns or sunburn worries that yeah. keep some women covered. And we respect that a hundred percent, but we want to empower women to run as they want with, with little to no regard to what people might be thinking about them. Yeah. We got to get through our body image stuff. Yeah. So we Lucy, uh, who's adorable and 22, of course, uh, all 22 year olds are adorable. Um, <laughs> So she was telling me about this uh, swimsuit company that has, you know, they advertise all body types and, it, and their advertising is so good. And I was like, oh, that's so great. I'm so glad to see that. So I was just flipping through the website to take a look at it, uh, their catalog stuff. I'm like, Lucy, they're all gorgeous. Oh, no, look at this one. She's a little bigger. Oh, gosh. And I'm like, 
Yeah, she's maybe a size eight, (laughs) you know. Oh, and then the other thing. Okay, so we've got the 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 breast thing that we got to deal with, right? But the stomach thing, Mm. all of them, even their plus size, right, have a nice stomach. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not completely flat, they have a waist, Mm -hmm. unlike me who has no waist. (laughs) And, you know, that I think like that for me is a bigger issue than having big boobs. It's having a big stomach and that that is going to be offensive to the world. And oh, it's the cops were not called when I took my shirt off, but it is definitely not about for me, not about showing my boobs. It's about showing my belly and showing the skin. I don't like my skin on that part of my body. I have some like funky, like, you know, little, if you were fatter, you'd have flusher, you'd have smoother skin. Like I do. (laughs) It's because (laughs) it's your muscles underneath. No, but actually, even though I've got a big belly, I'm pretty, pretty strong in my core. I can plank. Well, you sure are. You sure are. So darn it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, and you and I, um, joined the sports bra squad in of all months, January yeah, of in, uh, in Salem, in Salem, Oregon, which is our capital, um, which has some lovely running trails. Yeah. And that's where we were. And it was 2020 and we had gone down to see the museum, which used to be the mental hospital where one flew over the cuckoo's nest was filmed. Right. Cause that's what we do for a, you know, Sunday outing. Yes. Um, and uh, so, but we tacked on some running to it and it was such an unusually hot January. Now everybody's yeah. going to think Portland, we're lying. It's hot all the time, but, but um, yeah. And you and I, I remember specifically we're down by the river or a lake or something river. Um, yeah. River. And, um, and we're like, you know what, let's just take off our shirts. And we did. We did. Aren't we, we scandalous? We, we were scandalous. And we were like, Woo! <laughs> and everybody else paid no attention. <laughs> and here we are like, okay, we're going to do it. And, and the earth did not stop spinning no. in its axis. I mean, come on. No, wait, there was that older guy that was fishing that said hello to us. Oh yeah. He, maybe oh. he noticed us oh, yeah, a little more. <laughs> us an older fisherman. What is it? <laughs> Talk to the guy who got the sturgeon that time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. So, but I probably, I, I've done it once this, I think I did it one other time last year and mm-hmm. then I've done it once this year. It was just too dang hot. And I just thought, I don't care. Like, and because also, you know, it's not like you then stop and talk to the people you passed and said, hi, can I just ask you, what did you think of me when I went by? Did you think, you know, well, that would be an interesting thing to do. <laughs> Right. To stop. And you can run behind me and say, Hey, what'd you think of her? Yeah, no, that would be interesting to see like, okay, so is it all in our mind that people are thinking, or are they really being like, maybe they would think like, Oh, that's great. She's doing it. Or maybe they'd be like, I don't want to see that much flesh. I don't know. Right. Right. It can can kind of be, uh, uh, it would be an interest, interesting sociologic experiment, wouldn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. We're going to do it. We're going to do it when you get back from Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so on that, um, you know, what, what people do, what motivates them to take off their, um, shirts and tanks and everything. We're going to talk with four quote unquote, regular women runners about running and just a sports bra on top. So stay with us. Curex, the final step to better running. Last summer, I told you about Curex insoles, the number one insole in the run specialty retail market, which means at running stores, it's the top selling brand of insoles. It's no wonder. Curex Run Pro insoles are highly customizable and provide dynamic arch support. 
I know there are a lot of add to your shoe options, yet insoles shouldn't be just cushioning and shouldn't only be stiff like custom orthotics. Curex delivers the best of both these options. Curex Run Pro insoles have flexible support with just the right level of rigidity. They have a thin, low profile, yet still deliver maximum support and comfort. Curex Run Pro insoles are available in three profiles, high, medium, and low. I have high arches, so my feet, knees, hips, and back are grateful. I added Curex Run Pro insoles to my shoes. Here I am, a runner of a more advanced age, yet I'm injury-free and have been for a while. I don't think it's any coincidence. Once you become a believer in Curex Run Pro insoles, you'll want to check out the brand's other options. Curex offers the largest line of sport activity-specific insoles, from Cleat Pro for soccer or baseball, Hike Pro for hiking, support set for walkers, even Work Pro for all-day wear for those on-their-feet professions, plus tennis, golf, hockey, and skiing too. Try Curex risk-free today. The company offers a 60-day warranty even if the product has been cut to fit your sole shoes. Visit curex.us and use code AMR15 for 15% off a pair of Curex insoles. That's C-U-R-R-E-X dot U-S with code AMR15 for 15% off. Curex.us with code AMR15. Watch out. I'm now a good RX zealot. I'm on a mission to make sure folks get the best deal possible on prescription drugs. GoodRx is a free and easy-to-use service that allows you to track prescription drug prices and get free coupons for discounts on your medications. With GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices for your prescription across 70,000 pharmacies like CVS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, and more to find the best discount available for you. GoodRx is often cheaper to use than your insurance copay or Medicare. Millions of Americans use GoodRx to get affordable health care every month, and I immediately started using it once I compared prescription prices on the GoodRx site. And the free and easy-to-use GoodRx app is my new bestie. Proof? This week we had guests visiting us from Chicago, a mother runner and a teenage daughter on a West Coast college tour. Turns out the 17-year-old gets migraines, and she just run out of the prescription meds she takes at the onset of a headache. You better believe I whipped out my iPhone, asked her the name of her pills, and looked up the medication on the GoodRx app Also, I could ensure they get the best price. Like I said, I'm a woman on a mish. To start saving up to 80% on your prescriptions today, go to goodrx.com AMR. That's G-O-O-D-R-X dot com AMR to start saving up to 80% on your prescriptions. GoodRx is not insurance, but can be used instead of insurance. In 2020, GoodRx users received an average savings of over 70% off retail prices. So many aspects of being on vacation are fabulous, including getting to run in new-for-you environs. Yet no matter where you run, you want to be smart and stay safe. With Birdie, you can run your miles with added peace of mind. Birdie is a personal safety alarm designed to be easy to carry and simple to use. A birdie is the size and shape of a regular keychain, yet when you activate your birdie with a quick pull, the alarm will emit a loud 130 decibel siren and flashing strobe light to help deter attack. I haven't sounded the alarm, it would scare the bleep out of me. But I know it's 130 decibels, which thanks to Google, I know is as loud as a thunderclap or a chainsaw. Unlike pepper spray or other deterrents, birdie is no danger to you. Feel confident to use it without the worry. Birdie goes where you do. The alarm comes in multiple colors and has a brass keychain, so you can attach it to your keys or bag. It stows easily in the pocket of your running shorts or capris. I gave Birdie to my older daughter when she moved into an apartment with friends, and once to each of my 15-year-old twins. They all liked having the choice of nine colors. I liked feeling I was empowering their safety. Right now, She's Birdie is offering our listeners 15% off their first purchase when you go to She's Birdie. 
com slash AMR. Go to She's Birdie, spelled S-H-E-S-B-I-R-D-I-E dot com slash AMR for 15% off your first purchase. She's Birdie.com slash AMR. Our first guest is Stacy Gelden. She lives in Gaithersburg, Maryland, where um, I believe we met at a party a bunch of years ago. Um, she is the director of development at Suburban Hospital. Stacy's the mom of two teens and one preteen. She's been a runner for thir- 34 years, yet she only went shirtless for the first time this year. Welcome, Stacy. Hi, Sarah and Molly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be on your podcast. I love your podcast. Oh, you're dear. Thank you. (laughs) It's going to be great to talk to you. So tell us about your running background. And you've been running for a long time, 34 years. (laughs) And you're only 36. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I wish. I'm actually, I have a birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. So I wish I was going to be 36 again, but uh, add a few more years to that. Um, (laughs) <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I run, ran a little bit in high school um, track um, and just because I had a lot of friends that were on the team and I wanted something to do. Um, I wasn't very fast, but I wasn't very slow either. I was kind of that medium, um, medium speed runner. And then um, through college, um, you know, to help relieve some stress, um, I ran um, just on my own, didn't do any races maybe did a couple 5Ks here and there. Um, this is well before chip timing. Um, and um, just just loved doing it just for, you know, mental therapy and physical well-being. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Stacy, you're training for your fourth marathon. Is that right? I am. Yeah, yeah. So Erie in September? Yep. I'm going to try Erie. I'm hoping for a cold front on September 12th in Erie, Pennsylvania. I am originally from Buffalo, New York, and I like colder temperatures to run in, uh, ideally in the 40s. Um, oh, babe. So we'll have to see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can hope, but I think September 12th in uh, Pennsylvania is not going to be 40 degrees. But who knows? You know, it well, was, we can hope. Yeah. yeah I was 113 yeah, in Portland, Oregon. Anything's possible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, it's about 3,000 degrees here in the DMV today. And I didn't get my run in this morning because I had to be down at the hospital really early. So I'm kind of dreading my run, or it might not happen this afternoon. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. it's really hot here and humid. Mm-hmm. And with that hot humidity, you've been running for 34 years and you've just finally started running without a t-shirt? I have. Yeah. It's um, last year um, when the pandemic hit um, and we all started running by ourselves, mm-hmm. I thought, you know, let me just try. It was, it was hot. Um, I was, there was no races, but I was doing a, um, it was called fit for the front line to uh, raise a little bit of money for our, uh, the hospital where I work. Mm. And I figured, you know, nobody's running with me. Why not? Let me put on a sports bra and shorts. And um I got to be a little bit more comfortable doing that. And just this year, when we started running again with people, I said, you know what, I work hard for um, what I do. And I don't care um, what people may or may not think. And I feel good about myself. And I pretend that um, sometimes that I'm some of the Olympians like Kara Gaucher and and (laughs) pretend that I'm her wearing the sports bra and shorts. And just makes me feel really good. Good. Mm, nice. Nice. So something you wrote on the Google form that I used to recruit potential guests, it really stood out to me. You said you worried people would quote comment that I'm too thin. 
So it's rare in U.S. culture to hear the phrase too thin. You know, given all the fat shaming that goes on, I always figure it's mm-hmm. bigger women who feel judged. So, mm-hmm. you know, talk about your concerns and reservations about burying your upper body, please. Sure. Um, a lot of people, I'm, I'm very small framed and petite, and a lot of people have always been concerned that maybe I don't eat enough and have, have commented to me about um, being able to see my... Um, my, you know, see my bones and see my rib cages. And mm. I, I do eat and I do eat a lot, especially when I'm training for long distances. I just eat a, very often. In fact, people in my office, I've been working here for um, over 17 and a half years. And every time I train for either half marathon or now fourth marathon, they wonder if I'm pregnant because I'm eating so much that, um, <laughs> and I say, no, I'm just training for a long distance. There's no more kids coming. Um, so, um, you know, I have gotten comments that, you know, to, by friends and just other people, and I've just learned to ignore them. Um, and, um, you know, I'm doing a lot of strength training and, um, you know, I'm working hard so that way I don't feel self-conscious about that. And mm. you're right, a lot of people, um, you know, it, the opposite, you know, might be a little bit self-conscious about wearing, um, you know, a sports bra or a bikini mm-hmm. um, because the other way. But I've always felt self-conscious um, because I am petite and and smaller framed. Um, but at this point, at almost 48 years old, I don't care what other people think. I feel mm-hmm. good about myself and that's what matters. Well, that is what matters. Yeah. Right on sister. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the gaze, you know, and it's not just the male gaze, it's the gaze of others and you're right. 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 In your own head, which is so hard. So how did it feel those first two few times and just the bra top? I mean, you said you Um, thought about being somebody else, but did you ever think about just like being you and what other things went through your mind? Yeah, no, I think it was, it's more sometimes when I'm actually, I did a couple of virtual races this past year and, um, um, and I just did a race, uh, just a local 5K through our, uh, my local running club, the Montgomery County Roadrunners Club, put on a all-female race, and I decided to wear the sports bra, and I pinned my bib on there. And the reason why I think sometimes I'm an you know Olympian because I may, maybe my legs will go a little bit faster, but um, <laughs> I felt really really good about it. Um, and um, I found um, a bra that I, I loved um, from my. Um, that I went and I bought one and I tried it and now I have like five of the same ones in different colors. (laughs) I just feel really good about it. And, um, and, you know, like I said, I don't really care what other people think. Um, you know, I, I've had three kids and, um, you know, I, I feel good about myself and, um, I, you know, there's some runs as we all know that are not, not good. And then there are some runs that are, you have amazing days. It just depends on, you know, sleep, um, you know, the weather and all that stuff. So just, I think if, you know, um, wearing what you feel like will make you either run faster or run the run that you're in, then, then by all means do it. And, um, I, you know, like I said, I don't really care what other people are thinking. I just care about how I feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I hear that, uh, Kara Goucher is the one that you most often visualize yourself as. <laughs> Yeah. And especially I've seen her a lot, um, you know, in the um, Olympic trials lately too. So um, when I ran this really hard, hilly, hot and humid race a couple of weeks ago, I thought of her because I had just really, I had just seen her on TV. I think it was a night or two before. And, um, and um, I, as I was 
running up those hard hills in the heat and humidity, I pretended I was her. Um, and um, well, I didn't get a time nearly of what my 5k PR was. I didn't, it didn't matter because I still was smiling because I crossed the finish line and um, it felt really good to actually be out there racing again as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you crushed that 5k. You're, you're soft peddling your achievement. You placed first in your 40 to 49 age group. And you, as you've admitted, you're toward the top end of that age range. I mean, you, you beat people <laughs> well, who are, you know, almost eight years younger than you. So, and it probably right. wasn't just getting the weight off, you know, the extra t-shirt <laughs> was probably more than that. <laughs> well, it is also about who shows up that day too. It was only about 120 people that were in the race total. So I got lucky. I think there may have been like eight or nine people in my age group, but I'll, oh, I'll take yeah. that for the win. Yeah. Take it for the win. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, that, yes. and that photo of you at the um, that you sent us is so awesome. So, Oh, thank you. Um, and you also, you told me that your happy place is on a stand up paddleboard. So, yes. so I'm intrigued that, do you have any reservations about being on the water in a bikini or bra style top? And, and if not, what do you think the difference is between that and running in the bra top? Um, I really more recently too would only wear a bikini when I would go to the pool or I don't really go to the beach that often, but a couple of times in way we went to the beach. Um, I did, but I found my love for stand up paddleboarding about four years ago mm-hmm. and I would wear a, you know, long, long, a shirt over it. And I said, you know, I don't, I don't care. I'm out on the water. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you're right. It's really no it's really no different except for when you're on the stand up paddleboard. Um, there's not as many, I think it was, there's not as many people like looking at me. Sure. Um, but, um, last summer when I decided to purchase my own stand up paddleboard, mm-hmm. um, there were more and more people that were out there. And I just, it was, I felt like I was setting an example to other people. And I do have a daughter who's 18 years old and I wanted to, you know, show her that, you know, um, that, you know, you, this is your body and no matter what size shape or you are, um, show it off. You mm-hmm. work hard and, um, you know, why not? Um, mm-hmm. and if you feel good and it's a, for me, it's about feeling good mm-hmm. and being out on the water in, you know, I guess it's not a tankini, I guess it's a, a, a broad looks, it looks like a sports bra. Some of the, the bathing suit tops that I have, mm-hmm. um, and I feel good about myself and then I have my board and it's just so peaceful. So, um, you know, I'm, like I said, I don't really care what other people are thinking. This is me and this is who I am. And I feel, mm-hmm. feel good in my skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you love your body. Your body's done great things for you. It's born yes. Children, it it's birth three kids. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets you out every day and yeah, you're honoring that. That's, it's so hard to do. And it's so wonderful to do. Do you have a favorite bra? I do. I, um, I do really like Lululemon and I do want to give a little shout out to my local Lululemon Gaithersburg, Maryland store. Mm-hmm. The ladies there, um, Reagan and Raven have helped me. There's this, um, they work there and they help me find, I love the energy bra long line, mm-hmm. uh, which is the pictures that I had sent to you in the red and the turquoise, um, mm-hmm. picture. Mm-hmm. And then the other one, um, it's still the, along the same line. It's called the energy bra, but the energy bra long line has about an inch. I think it's about an inch 
a little bit lower um, below like the the heart area. Mm. And I just I found that I like that one. So I will probably be buying myself another couple for my birthday coming up <laughs> um, in different colors because I I just and I and you know, and I like the shorts that they have there. And it's just I think, like I said, once I find something that I like, I go and I buy I don't care how much it costs. Um, yeah. I go and I buy a lot of the same things because I know it works for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. The long line's a throwback. That's a fifties thing. I have one for like, for to get the right silhouette for some fifties looking clothes I have and they're very flattering. Oh, well. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that. You know, they have so many bras in there and it's really overwhelming. And I went into the store the other day um, because I wanted to know what this name was called. And I said, what did I just buy last week? And um, <laughs> they, they pulled up my, you know, my frequent flyer card there. Um, I'm actually a member of their sweat collective since I coach as well, um, thankfully. But um, they um, they had to tell me what it was called. But I probably have about at least 12 or so different bras of theirs, but these are my favorite ones that I will wear and I will now wear in a race. And in fact, I went, I went stand up paddle boarding again uh, last week down in Georgetown in DC and Uh I wore one of their bras and and prayed that I didn't fall into the uh, choppy um, Potomac river the other day because I was not wearing a bathing suit top. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I do love these and it, and it works well because when you can pin a race bib on, it's not like it, it doesn't then hit your like, your skin because uh-huh. it was it was large you know it covered everything and I'm I'm small on top so it works for me this particular bra and I really love the back of it too um, the photographer that took race pictures had some of my you know when I was finishing the race and um, the you could see the back of it I really like the back of it of, of this particular bra as well nice well you get to show it off when you uh wear it to races now. So yes, well, yes. Well, thanks for sharing. And here's to that cold front on September 12th through Pennsylvania. I know, I know. Fingers crossed. If not, I'm, I'm probably going to then look at it uh, maybe Philly in November. So we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. see. But, you can be, you can, I think your better chances of getting cold yeah. weather then. Yeah. Should be cold by then. Uh, yeah. I know. I know because I, you know, I, as much as I want to wear the sports bra in the race, I'm the type that would probably still wear it with my arm warmers and gloves and, and, and hand warmers and, and yeah. all that good stuff too, because yeah. I, I don't like a lot of clothing on me while I'm actually running in a race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's very Kara Goucher, you know, mm-hmm. to do the bra top. Yes, yes. I will not yeah. wear the bottoms that she wears. I'm not there yet. I have to have my <laughs> my mom hips covered. <laughs> no bum huggers for you, Stacy. All right, right. right. Podcast. Yeah, right. So then you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm into it now. <laughs> all right, take care, Stacy. Thank you. Well, thanks so much. Okay. Take Bye. Our next guest is Heather Barrow. She's a teacher who lives in Houston, Texas. Heather is the mother of five kids ranging in age from 12 to 24. Welcome to the show, Heather. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, it's nice to have you here, Heather. I hear you've been a runner for about 18 years. I have been. I uh, About that time, I gave up falling off the step in step class and... Uh, <laughs> I started going to spin class actually. And everyone in the spin class was going to do a triathlon. And I was like, Hey, maybe I could do that. And so I, I, that's how I started. So you started with triathlon and you still do triathlon or just running now or what? I prefer to do triathlons. Um, Mm -hmm. and then I, and then when there's not one, I run, um, Mm -hmm. cause it's just easier to run. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you first joined the sports bra squad about three to five years ago. What prompted you to bear your bra? Um, 
it's just so hot in Houston and is <laughs> it's so hot for so much of the year. It's, it's not like hot in June and July. It's hot, unbearably hot from April to October. Um, and it's the humidity. The minute you step outside, you're, you're drenched and then no air can get to you. And when I found out that evaporation is what cools you down, I was like, Oh, well, I think more sweat would evaporate from my skin if I didn't have a top on. And I'm, I'm rolling with that theory. Mm-hmm. And so did you find it cooler to run with just a bra top? It is much cooler. If, if there's just the slightest breeze, it is a little, it is much cooler and it's just not wet and like yucky. Yeah. 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 I hear you. So you, you, you're running with just your bra top and how do you feel about it? Are you feeling, I feel, I feel fine about it. I, I really, I guess it's like one part vanity, like, Hey, I'm cute. Uh, one part, even if I'm not cute, I'm gonna let it all hang out. And so should you. Mm-hmm. And then like, <laughs> kind of like bitter, like nobody judges men when they absolutely stop on. <laughs> so there's maybe a, just a tinge of bitterness there. And also like, I think everyone gets a pass when they're working out, no matter what you look like, you're working out. Everyone gets a pass. We should get a pass all the time, even if we're not working out. But That's true. Yeah, that, that also is true. Uh, so uh, what made you switch? I mean, did you have to do a psychological switch to take the, the t-shirt off or did you just like, I'm too damn hot. I'm going for it. I think, yeah, it was gradual at first. I really used to try to make sure my my bra had like bright colors and it didn't like look like a bra mm-hmm. and now I'll just throw any old top on and go run. But, um, I mean, I grew up swimming and doing gymnastics. So I think in a way I was always kind of used to only being half dressed mm-hmm. to my mother's shock and dismay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was always trying to tell me to put clothes on and I was always, um, refusing. <laughs> <laughs> Even now she tells me you're nearly 50. You shouldn't be wearing a bikini, but, um, Wow. And what do you say when she says that? I, I remind her that she hasn't seen her own self naked in years. So, um, <laughs> and maybe modesty is not all it's cracked up to be. Oh, I like that. I like that. So on the Google form, you said you're not too self-conscious about being in a broad top and that you said it was due in part to Houston being a very diverse place. Could you talk more about that correlation, please? Sure. I just, um, I live outside of Houston, but my running friend and I go in town often to run at a park. You just see so many different people. Uh, there's a lot of people there that have on, you know, even less clothes than I am. Like maybe they're actually running in a bikini top if they can do that. And then the next group of people to pass by might have not an inch of skin showing and be wearing a hijab. So mm-hmm. I think that, I think in Houston, you just get used to seeing all kinds of things in a, I'm not real self-conscious about it because I feel like there's probably going to be someone else more interesting to look at than me. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times there's like people with almost nothing on on top and then a pair of knee socks, I guess. I can't really figure out why, but I think maybe they're trying not to get bit by bugs. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think knee socks rather than, comp- you don't think they're compression socks? Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. It's usually um, cyclists who are wearing them. So oh. that makes more sense than the bug theory. That's interesting. I don't, you don't see too many cyclists wearing compression socks. You, I see um, oftentimes, you know, a lot of women and sometimes men wearing them, but um, it's interesting you see cyclists doing it. So I'm gonna go back to the bug theory now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chain. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Maybe, maybe they don't want the grease on their leg. Yeah. 
so Heather, I think you bring up a really great point about diversity. The more that we see people just being themselves, the more likely we are to. And then when somebody else sees you, they, they might feel more, you know, empowered to do their own thing. And I think we can really thank the LGBTQ movement for, you know, being yourself and just, you know, being who you want to be and being out there and being unapologetic about it. Um, sometimes I feel in, in Portland, you know, is certainly not a non-diverse place, but sometimes I feel in our neighborhood that everybody is so beautiful that I can't go out with just a brawn because I'm not as beautiful as they are. And which of course is ridiculous because I'm quite beautiful. Um, <laughs> but it, it really, you know, I, I am with uh, people that are taking that mental leap because, um, you know, I've, I'm 53 years old and I've got my own body issues and all that, and I'm still working on it. So what do you think it is that gets you out there in your bra and your friends are still not there? I mean, everybody should come to it their own way, but what do you think the difference is between you and your friends? Um, I guess the runner that I know best is my, she's my work partner and she's my running partner. She started running me with a few years ago. She was trying to lose some weight and I, I would, um, I would say, I think she's just a little self-conscious. She doesn't maybe think she's in this shape to run without a top on. She's also um, a little more full up top than I am. So maybe it's a modesty issue. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know what I, I know. I asked her when I first started running with just the running bra, does this bother you? She's like, no, it doesn't bother me for you to do it. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's okay. I, I also think it just goes back to like how I got used to being scantily clad at a younger age. And if you grew up playing a different sport, like softball or I don't know, something where you have to wear a lot of clothes, it might just not be your comfort level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fine. I think everybody should come to it on their own. Um, what's your favorite running bra? Um, whatever's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a bigger breasted woman, are you? Um, I mean, yeah, I'm probably in the middle somewhere, mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle. Um, I am always, I always want to try those ones with the cute back. Like, you know, they cross over Are they, and I'm always afraid too, that it's not going to be substantial enough. So I'd probably go with some kind of racer back regular high impact mm-hmm. bra. That's not as cute as I would like for it to be, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I have to say that the half marathon you have coming up sounds stunning at the park that includes Lake Powell. So oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah. So before you go, tell us about that race and um if you've planned your race day attire yet. Oh, I haven't. Um <laughs> I'm very excited about the race. So like I mentioned my running partner, we I started running with her cause she was trying to lose weight and she was like, can I run with you? I'm like, yeah, I'm super slow. You can totally run with me. And she's 17 years younger than I am. She's been running for a year and she, she beats me and I get mad, but um, <laughs> we trained for a half marathon. And then of course COVID came and we had to run it virtually. And it was just, we were glad to do it on one hand. And that's the picture that I sent you with my kids. They all came out to uh-huh. just finish this Aww. virtual race and they put up a toilet paper finish line. Um, oh, very <laughs> cute. Uh-huh. And so now that, you know, everyone's coming back out. We, I'm sorry, this story got long. We visited oh, this Smoky Mountain National Park um, earlier last month. We went to pick up my daughter from NYU and we drove home and we drove through Smoky Mountains Park and we loved it so much. And so we started looking for a half marathon to run at a national park. Mm. And we just picked the one with the fewest sweat drops. Um, 
because it would be the easiest. And so this one was only one and a half sweat drops. <laughs> this, that was some markation of mm-hmm. to difficulty. Is that it? Yeah, that I think. Yeah, I think that means it's like all downhill, and the weather will be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and so that will be her first actual like not virtual half marathon. So we're very excited. We're going to start planning that as soon as I get back from this vacation. Wow, where there where there's crows or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah, it does seem to be one that has joined us. Yes, exactly. I should introduce it. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is a, she is setting the standard high because I mean, what, what is the name of it? It's not Glen Lake park. What's the name? Of it's it? Glen Canyon national Glen, park. Oh my gosh. I looked it up online. It's so stunning. What state is it's, it? Yeah. It's in Page, Arizona. I've never been there. Um, and neither has she. So yeah, we're going to go have a good time. Yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Heather it was fun talking with you. Thank you for having me. I hope you'll have a great day. You, you too. too. Bye. All right. Bye. And we got Zoe who has not given birth yet. I hope. Um. Oh no, I haven't. I am 39 weeks today and <laughs> oh my God. don't only have two kids. <laughs> oh my God. Well, hopefully we get through this podcast before you have exactly. the baby. Huh? We're <laughs> yeah. We'll start you a minute know, early. I'll make for an exciting show. <laughs> yeah. This, this is your third kid, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, third boy. Yeah. And labor will be quick. So if you have I'm any hoping. pains, yeah, just get going. <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping. I'll warn you guys. <laughs> yeah. My, my last, I have three kids. My last labor and delivery, it was an hour and 40 minutes from the first, from waking up to giving birth. <laughs> That sounds like a dream. Yeah. And a nightmare. Yeah. It it was, yeah, (laughs) quite a, it was quite painful, but yeah, it was quick. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. Well, uh, um, as people know, this is, um, we have a pregnant guest. This is Zoe Matthews. As she said, she's 39 weeks pregnant with her third son. Zoe lives in Pensacola, Florida, where she's a stay at home mom and a running coach. Zoe, thank you for holding off on giving birth and joining us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was all me, you guys. It was intentional. <laughs> so you've been a runner for about 20 years. Yes. And how 20, did, how'd that 20, start? Well, um, I was growing up, I was mostly a competitive soccer player in my youth. Um, mm-hmm. and so running for me started mostly with conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I learned as I got older, how much I really loved it, especially for my, you know, like my mental, I mean, it's just, it's such a great stress reliever and, um, something that I was able to really continue doing in my adulthood, especially with having kids, you know, it's a lot easier to get out and run with a stroller than get out on a soccer field Mm -hmm. and play with a baby on your hip. So (laughs) yeah. Um, Yeah. I've really learned to love it. And now it's, you know, just a total part of my life and very grateful. Good. And tell us about your maternity miles challenge. Okay. Yeah. So I, um, you know, being pregnant, I know there are women who really enjoy it and love it. And I am not one of those women. I am always really tired. I'm always really sick. And so I decided at the beginning of this pregnancy, it was actually, um, coming towards the end of marathon training. And so I knew I was just going to already be tired. And, um, my goal was to run 750 miles during my pregnancy. Um, and today, thanks to some awesome friends, I hit 875. Wow. Yes. And so I'm just, I'm just going with the flow at this point. <laughs> well, why yeah. 750? What's that? It just, it just seemed, um, 
attainable to me. I, I felt like if I kept up with my average weekly mileage mm. that I would be able to get that. Um, and you know, I've just been doing what feels right and what feels good. And, um, with the support of my doctor, um, who luckily has been completely on board, nice. um, I've been able to get it done. And it's, it's been a fun adventure that a lot of my friends have joined in and wanted to be a part of it. And, um, the support, the support has just been unreal and, and really great. That's nice. That's nice. And I'll do the math for people. When you had told me your average before it was a little over 22 miles a week. So, um, I, I don't have my calculator on me, so I can't do divide, um, 849 or whatever by 39, but, um, <laughs> um, so, um, when was your last run? This morning. Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and you knew you had this podcast. You were really risking well, it there, Zoe. Al- although, you know, at this point, what's going to happen? You're going to have a baby. <laughs> you're you're going to go into you labor. Guys yeah. made, you guys should have made me sign something that said, until we do the podcast, I know. I'm not going to take the risk. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Keep your legs crossed. Yeah, no spicy later. foods. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, so Zoe, it sounds like in all your years of running, you've been a member of this sports bra squad. Yes, actually. Yes. And actually, since I was, um, I think it started playing soccer, oh. um, you know, a lot of the girls and I, we all kind of did it. And I think, I think there's power in numbers and, um, we were all pretty comfortable doing it. And so, um, just, you know, ever since then, I've kind of just been like, well, if you don't like it, don't look, <laughs> you must be, um, post Brandy Chastain era then, because you know, that- I- <laughs> That was so you shocking. Know, I, I vividly remember. Yeah, it's funny. I vividly remember watching that oh, um, and happen. You were what, like four or something like that? I think I think I was like seven or eight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I, I remember that was, I remember um, that was kind of controversial at the time. It sure was. That's what I mean. And then to think that they're your teammates were, you know, playing in sports bras and she got so much, you know, flack for ripping off her, her Jersey and burying her sports yeah. bra. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember yeah. that. So oh, thank, thank you for explaining it to me. I was like, what? Who? Oh my gosh. Come on. It's a seminal moment in women's athletics when she scored the, well, I didn't know <laughs> she scored the, um, winning and that was a shootout in the shootout. Big deal yeah, that she took her top end. off. Yeah. And then, so there were, it was a shootout in the, was it 1999 women's world cup? Am I remembering that right? Or it was what? something. Yes. I think it was, it was definitely the end of the nineties. Yes. And so, um, and it was a shootout against, I want to say, was it China? Was it some, some other, some other team? And um, so I think it was tied up and she was the fifth one. And there's only five players doing a shootout. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at me. I'm explaining soccer with Zoe on the um, air. Um, <laughs> and that, so, and she made, <laughs> she made it and just like did this slide on her knees, ripped her sports bra, sorry, her Jersey off uh-huh. to bear her, you know, Nike sports bra. Sure. And just with this clench fitch, I mean, it's such a, I think now that you mentioned, I've seen the picture, but that was controversial that she took her top off. Oh yeah. People got bent out of shape about that. Most certainly. How, how long ago was that? So 99. So that was 22 years oh, ago. Oh my goodness. We, isn't that amazing? Yeah, I know. I know. But then when you say that, you realize that that's almost a quarter century, but still, yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, women have, funny. women have had breasts for a long time. <laughs> that Molly, so smart. <laughs> and, she, and I mean, for it to be a, a sports bra too, I think it's just, 
Oh, it almost makes it that much more ridiculous. It's not like she bared a Vicky's secret bra. There were probably numerous men in the stands with no shirt on and nobody was paying any attention to it. No, Molly's taking umbrage to this 22 years after the fact. She is going on a rampage. Watch out, Twitter. Here comes Molly Williams. Bring it back. So, so Zoe, on that Google form that I keep talking about, you wrote, in my current pregnancy, I felt comfortable from day one to run in just my bra, which I think has come with personal growth, confidence, and maturity. I do it because it's what feels right to me and could care less how it makes others feel. So sing that sister to us a little bit more, please. I think just, you know, I'm sure many people can relate. I know also that, you know, there are plenty that can't, but just, just for me, the older I've gotten, I think the less I really care. I'm not, I'm not (laughs) running, um, you know, in my, in my earlier twenties, I was running probably more to stay fit and to, um, look a certain way. And my running is completely evolved. I'm not running to maintain any certain body image or anything like that. I'm running strictly for me. And so what I'm wearing, um, or not wearing is, is really not anything that I think of anybody else's opinion matters to me. I mean, I live in Florida, you guys, it is hot here and Mm -hmm. humid. And, and the last thing I want to be worried about is, well, am I going to offend anybody if I don't have my shirt on or if I have my shirt on and not to say that I don't run with a tank top or not run with a shirt sometimes, but if that shirt comes off or if I, you know, just start out without the shirt, it's not really something that I am worrying about versus, you know, 10 years ago, you know, when oh, I, I don't know if I want anybody to see, I'm feeling a little bloated today or, you mm-hmm. know, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I'm, you know, it's what, what I'm comfortable doing, um, physically for the most part. And, you know, also mentally, you know, just mm-hmm. have you gotten feedback on bearing your beautiful pregnant belly? Uh, you know, for the most part, I've nobody, I run with a great group of women, mm-hmm. um, which I love every one of them. And a lot of them are also sports bra runners. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Pensacola has a great running community. I run every Wednesday with a group of girls called fat girls, um, through this awesome running store running wild. And so many of them are also sports bra women. And so, you know, there was one time when I made a comment, like, hope I don't offend anybody, but I'm taking off my shirt. And three or four girls were all like, no, whatever, do it, go for it. You look great. You know, I mean, it's been pretty positive, um, from other runners nice. for sure. I've had, I've had some, I've had some strange looks from other people who are, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, on the road, but for the most part, if you're not a runner, then. And why should your body be offensive to anybody else? I know. I know mm-hmm. it shouldn't. Well, it shouldn't, but you know, people love to be offended Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or have a comment, but mm-hmm. anyway, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So I hear that you feel that the runner's high just hits differently when you can feel the air on most of your skin. You got to yes. detail that. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, when you're hitting, you know, for me, it's usually like mile six mm. and you have your music up loud and you just, you've caught that great stride and it's, you, you've just hit that, you've hit that hump and that runner, you know, all of those beautiful hormones and chemicals within your body are are pumping strong and you can just feel the breeze 
hitting your skin and it is just the most amazing feeling. And, and, and I feel like in, when that hits the struggle up until that point, you're just like, okay, here it is. Finally, this is the moment I've been waiting for where my run is finally feeling good. I'm finally, (laughs) I'm finally really enjoying it. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I love running out of the beach here. And so running out at the beach, you, you get a great breeze and, um, it's just a great, it's a great feeling. I mean, Mm. they don't call it a runner's high for nothing That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. as a running coach in Florida do you find it pretty common for women to run in just a sports bra I do and you know women of all ages and body types I have found around here run in just their sports bra which I think is awesome Good. Um, yeah I, I've, I've it's I'm really pleased with that and really impressed um and and I think that just you know kind of pays tribute to the fact that people love running for the way it makes them feel, Mm -hmm. you know, I think, and I think that people who really enjoy running are going to, um, do what feels best for them. And, um, you know, around here, at least there are a lot, I see a lot of women out there who are just in their sports bras. And and I think that that helps other women feel confident. If she's okay with doing it, then why can't I? Yeah. And I think it normalizes it then for, for younger women too, that might be getting catcalled. like, okay, Hey guys, you've seen some boobs, just calm down. Don't catcall the younger women. You know, everybody's out here doing it. It's not like they're on display for you. We're all just being cool. <laughs> I know you it's know? so weird. It, it's it, just weird. <laughs> it is. It's a good way to put it. So do you have a favorite running bra? I do. You know, I really like, um, the handful brand. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. I'm, I'm not, I am smaller trusted. Um, but I really like, I wear mine even as a bathing suit top sometimes. Um, I think the colors are really cute. Um, I like that you can adjust the straps. They're almost like a regular bra strap. They have mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. The little plastic. Slider. Yeah. Yeah. Which I really like. And I know they have cups. I'm a, I'm a cup remover. I'm pro. Oh, the pads, the pads. Oh, me too. Yeah. This, this whole thing I mean, about showing your nipples is being, a, a I was going to say, I don't care. I mean, yeah, let's get over that too. <laughs> yeah. You go and, Molly. <laughs> well, and look, I mean, I'm minor showers too. I, I just don't care. Especially when that mile six runners high hits ladies. <laughs> that we were talking about and those I mean, little those little pad things are ridiculous they they never stay put like they end up in my armpit they come out when you wash I mean like ah mm-hmm. no yeah <laughs> just adding to that level of discomfort mm-hmm. that none of us need all right so final question uh what are your plans Zoe for returning to running and and running in just a sports bra um post baby number three my plans are you know, of course, all depending on how my birth goes. Um, but I'm hoping to be back coaching at the end of September, Mm -hmm. um, another 5k class. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'll be out there and just the sports bra is, uh, (laughs) and, uh, you know, just everybody will just have to deal with my body returning back to normal, which is going to take time. And, um, you know, like I said, it, when it, I mean, it's just too hot here to wear a shirt. You guys, it's just too hot. Mm-hmm. It's just too hot. So yeah. And you're loving um, your body and that's a body. Right. Yeah. You exactly. may even have milk running down your chest and stuff. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. That started a few weeks ago. I had a girlfriend, yeah. a girlfriend be like, I think you might be lactating through my bra. <laughs> I was like, no, I just sweat. <laughs> I looked down and I was like, oh no, you're right. 
just like running, just like <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness, Zoe. Well, it was a pleasure talking with you, and I was serious when I said I want to be on the email that you, um, you know, send out news of the birth announcement. Please, probably. Like I will let you guys know. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The excitement <laughs> of the podcast will send you into labor. <laughs> All right, take good care, Zoe. We'll be thinking of you. Thank you so much, you guys. Have a good day. You Take too. care. Bye. Our final guest to talk about running in a sports bra is Tracy Hannock. She lives in Chico, California, where she is a mom of two quote unquote kids who are in their 20s. And she is a tax accountant. Thanks for joining us, Tracy. Hi, thank you. Hi, Tracy. So Chico, Hi. California, that's got to be hot. It is hot here. <laughs> it's yeah. awfully, awfully hot. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about your evolution as a runner. So I've been running for a little over 15 years, but consistently right. before that it was off and on. Um, and I'm not built like a typical runner. And so I'm one of those people who's, you know, middle of the pack and mm-hmm. um, I've run six marathons countless have all right smaller typical runner well (laughs) and then um Mm -hmm. in 2015 I was diagnosed with cancer so uh, that took a turn and I was off running for a little while and then just about getting back and COVID hit and so it's been a little up and down yeah Mm -hmm. yeah wow wow all right. So you've been a runner for, um, as you said, a consistent runner for um, a little over 15 years, yet you yeah. only went shirtless this year for the first time. So what prompted you to make that grand reveal, Tracy? <laughs> well, um, <laughs> when I got cancer, I had a double mastectomy. So mm-hmm. my boobs are much smaller than they were. I was rather large chested and um, just never really felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. And now um, there's just not so much anymore and it's a little easier, a little more comfortable. And I think hitting the age I'm at and the life experiences um, and seeing the evolution of the sports bra squad and, and all of that just made me at a point where I'm not so worried about what people think. Mm-hmm. and yeah. just want to be yeah. more comfortable <laughs> it's just yeah. gotten to the point where the heat here is really bad and um I just want to go out and and do me mm-hmm. nice 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 and how did those first few sh- you know shirtless runs feel both physically and mentally they still feel really awkward um mm. physically it feels great because when you sweat and you get the breeze on you it cools you down a little more uh, mm-hmm. And that's fantastic, but mentally, I still struggle with it. I still think everybody mm-hmm. that passes is judging or laughing or whatever mm-hmm. we go through in our own minds. Um, but I'm just sticking with it, making myself more comfortable. Do you think you would do it if you'd had, you know, the larger breasts? Or do you think that still would have held you back at this age? it probably would have held me back. Really? Okay. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't really know because so much has changed since Mm -hmm. 2015, both, you know, mentally and physically for me. And I really feel like um, societally so much has changed. Mm -hmm. 
I'm not sure I can answer that. Well, I think that's perfect. And I think you're being really true to yourself. Yeah, that's, that's a good answer. How do you dress when you work out with your trainer? Um, well, my trainer's online. So I work out mostly by myself. And I always work out unless it's cold. Mm -hmm. I work out in a bra and shorts. Uh Okay. Uh Um, And it's just too, and I work out at home. So um, I feel like, you know, anybody who drives by and can see in my backyard, they get what they get. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. So yeah, they get to see a body in action. Exactly. Exactly. In all its glory. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Doing those chin-ups that you sent a picture of. (laughs) Isn't that fantastic? I'm just learning to do that. (laughs) It is fantastic. How how long did that take you to get to that place? So can you do a full chin-up? No. If you look, I am, my feet are in a band. Oh, okay. Um, I have to use that still to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You and me both, sister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's closer than it's ever been. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, nice. And I've been working out with this person only this is my week five. So oh, okay. um, it's all still a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you're involved in your local running club, which means, you know, a lot of other runners there in Chico. Yeah. So I'm intrigued that you wrote that that made you keep covered up for years because I would have expected the opposite that since you know, the other runners, you'd feel more comfortable with them, you know, you'd know them as people rather than just thinking, oh, they're judging me, judging me, you know, not knowing anything about their backstory. And so, so that's not the case. So, um, no, I, and this may be me or it may be how people are. I don't know if I get up and speak in front of a group, it's easier for me to speak to a group of strangers than it is to a group of my peers or, um, my clients or people I know. And, I think that that feels the same for me with running. Mm. Um, I, and I don't know how to explain that, but I feel like we all try and create an image of ourselves, probably in our mm-hmm. own minds, um, which is different than the image other people have. Mm-hmm. But um, so many of the people I know and the runners in Chico have that quote, perfect runner's body, or we all have the image of who they are or what they are. Mm -hmm. And as a slightly larger person, I think I always feel like I don't look like that. So they're like, Mm -hmm. Ooh, maybe she should try harder or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've always just had, had that impression of myself and as we all know, what we think about ourselves is not always as nice as what we think about other people mm-hmm. That's a good, or what good we say to it. ourselves isn't as nice as what we say to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a big tummy and big boobs. So it's like, it's all there in the front. <laughs> and, uh, and I've just started like today I went out and ran with just a bra and just because of this podcast, I was thinking about it and I felt indecent. And then when I got home, my mother-in-law is there, who's the sweetest person you would ever meet. And <laughs> I, I felt embarrassed that she was seeing my stomach. Like right. she doesn't know I have a stomach and like she would care, but you know, like being a bigger person in the front, I always feel like I have to cover it up. 
and um, like, you know, like I'm going to offend somebody that I'm, that I'm fat or that they're going to think badly of me. And so I totally get everything you're saying. If that's um, exactly it. You've put it right. Like when you're done and you go in your house, you feel like somebody's there. You feel like, oh my gosh, I am. I'm indecent. Let me put a shirt on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even and though again, you just went out and ran and yeah. didn't have a shirt on. <laughs> yeah. I totally yeah. understand. Yeah. It's, it, we're crazy. I mean, you know, what we've done to ourselves. I, mm-hmm. I know we've got a lot of work to undo it. Yeah. So the other thing I we talked do. to my daughter. Yeah. I talked to my daughter about this podcast before I came out. I said, she's, you know, beautiful. She's 22. I said, you know, I running without with just brawn is so, you know, weird for me and, and stuff. She's like, Oh, she's like, well, how do you think it is for me? Whenever I go out with just a brawn, all I do is get cat called and looked at. And I, you know, being a woman of a certain age, I'd sort of forgotten that. I mean, I haven't, but I have, you know, so it's like, it's not just us. It's like all of us. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm thinking back to our first guest. You yeah. know, you know, to Stacy, who is like, oh, I worried people th- think I was too thin. Yeah. It's, and it's like, okay, so, yeah. so she can't run with just a broad top. 22 year old Lucy can't, right. you know, uh, you know, Tracy over here, you know, with her mastectomy and, you know, yeah. feeling like she's a little bigger thing. She, you know, so who can't, you know? and, and I think we all, it. we all can, we all can. Yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. what I say about society changing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Over time, it's we are coming to the realization that we all can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Instead of what we've been told all of these years of, ooh, you need to cover up. Ooh, you're too thin. You're too big. You're too this. You're too that. Right. We're not. Like, how many We're times have that? I seen a really skinny person? And I'm like, oh, she needs a sandwich. You know, that's like not fair either, right? <laughs> exactly. All of it's bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The culture is She's bad. like, you should give me, you should not have that sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so then, um, how, how old are you, if I may ask? Um, I am just turned 52 on Monday. Oh, okay. Well, happy I'm, birthday. I'm 53 Thank you. and happy birthday. Thank so you. now that we are women of a certain age, Sarah and I talk about how we've become invisible, um, yes. which it, it is liberating because now when I take my shirt off, I'm like, well, probably nobody's looking at me and they aren't. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, what, what are your thoughts about being a woman of a certain age? I think I would agree with you on the invisible part. Um, mm. And around birthdays, you always think about it more. You see old pictures and you're like, oh, look at me. I was so young. Mm-hmm. Or I, you I'm know, so I was pretty. this or I was that. I was thin. Oh, look, I had long hair. Oh, what, you know, whatever mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the situation is. Um, and I pride myself on working out and running and staying in shape and um, thinking, you know, 52 isn't old. They don't mm-hmm. feel old. Right. Cause it's but, not. Yeah. But when you talk to your daughter, who's 22 and she says, well, I can't do that. Or how do you mm-hmm. think I feel? Or um, you're like, Oh yeah, I guess 30 years does make a difference. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, 
I know it's there. I know that we are invisible to some people. And I think a younger generation would say, well, of course we don't care what we look, you look like when you run. You're mm-hmm. 52. Why should you care? Or, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I don't know that any of it matters. They, I think we all look pretty good for 52 or 53 or, and if you asked me 30 years ago, if I thought it was old, I'd say, oh my gosh, I think it's, that's old. Yeah. But now right. that I'm here, yeah. I'm like, heck no, I'm still running. Mm-hmm. I'm still mm-hmm. bike riding and working out and I can do everything you could do. <laughs> so it's a different mindset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like your point that you're touching upon there, Tracy, about that that being invisible maybe to a younger generation isn't a bad thing, mm-hmm. you know, right. and that that's just acceptance mm-hmm. and, and um, not seeing um, differences as um, negatives or anything like that. And that, that we see invisible as losing our appeal to people. Right. And, um, right. You know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Wow, well, that's a that's a whole nother. We could go down that road, but it's a but, whole but, nother look, podcast. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. But I I like that. I love a good tangent. So thank you for taking us there. Um, sure. So I know you feel sweat evaporation. That all of us do. That sweat evaporation happens more quickly when your body is exposed to air and your clothes aren't mm-hmm. sticking to you. You mentioned that, and that. But I I you know a lot of times I wear a tank top or a tee. So I have something to wipe the sweat off my face with because anybody who's ever run, run with me knows that every so often I stop and just really wipe the sweat off my <laughs> face. So, so what, you know, do you carry a towel with you? Like, no, I don't, but I always, always year round wear a hat when I run mm-hmm. yeah, me because too. Yeah. it keeps the sweat from running into my eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I wear a hat or a, um, like a visor, anything that will keep the sweat from my eyes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm with you. I use my shirt to wipe, blow my nose, whatever I have to do. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so that is one thing that's really hard. And I mm-hmm. I have to you, use my hands. I hate carrying anything with me. I hate carrying water bottles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm on the quest for the perfect running vest so that I have water and I don't have to carry it in my hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just use my hands, use my hat, whatever. Okay. And I oh, run yeah, early in the morning. Yeah. On, uh, you know, in the heat wave here on Saturday, I was wearing a really nice corset tank top and I, there were some sprinklers. Um, uh, and so I took off my tank top, totally soaked it and put nice. it back on. Yeah. And it would stay cool for, you know, maybe a quarter mile max, but, um, yeah, it was a nice little reprieve there for a while, (laughs) but but, yeah, I know. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 (laughs) So, um, so, so Tracy admitted that you switched to running in just your sports bra to show off your awesome tattoos. Isn't that really the truth? Uh, Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) When my mother listens to this, she will be super thrilled by that. (laughs) Wait, does she not, does she not know that you have tattoos? Oh, she knows I have them, but she's not overly fond of them. Oh, I love the ones that you're showcasing in your um, assisted chin up picture. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I love them. I, I show them off. I, you know, but that was, 
that was a big, uh, when I got the, you know, the sleeve, my mom was like, really? <laughs> and I was about 50 when I did that. So it's not like it's been a super long time. Well, good for you. It's your body. You do what you yeah, want. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> and what are your favorite bras? I used to not be able to have such a variety. Um, but as Zoe said, I really love the handful. Mm. And I also, since I'm smaller now, have been able to wear uh, bras that are designed more for weightlifters, like Born Primitive. Um, and they're really made for smaller chested women, more muscular, like all the way around, smaller chested. And I am just loving that. I am loving not having to wear, um, you know, the moving comfort suck everything in, strap it down kind of bras. Oh yeah. I, that's what I have to wear. That's what I yeah. yeah. Kind of and wearing. that's what I, I used know. to have to. Make, yeah. They don't make cute bras for us. <laughs> they, it's impossible. Too many lifts and levers. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah. I love the handful. I really love them. Awesome. Well, they're a Portland brand. So love, love getting that shout out to a local brand. And they're well, also, Tracy, oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. No, they also, also support um, women who've been through breast cancer. So I feel like supporting them the gets thing. back to that. Exactly. I thought That's the same great. thing when you said that you like them. And I thought about their campaign and, and some of their models that they use and they do a lot of good work in that, that arena. So yes. awesome. That's great. Well, Tracy, thank you for sharing time and of yourself with us today. It was really enjoyable. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Great. Great. Stay cool. Thank you. We'll talk to you later. She was so honest. I know. Yeah. I really appreciate, I appreciate all the candor all from all of them. them and really, uh, dare I say they bared themselves to us. I, and I oh. really, I really didn't mean the pun, but I, oh. I mean it in complete How sincerity. How long have you been holding that I, one in? I didn't, I didn't because I mean mm -hmm. it sincerely. Yeah. You're not buying them all, but I swear. Um, so, uh, now you cheapened it all. It was not a pun. I didn't mean it to be, I swear. Um, all right. Well, I got some, some news on the AMR front that our website is going to be out of the office. It's going to be shut for biz from July 1st to 5th because we have the all new anothermotherrunner.com debuting on Tuesday, July 6th. Oh my gosh. So exciting. It's because for almost a year, we've been working with a firm to um, consolidate our three URLs, which are anothermotherrunner.com, trainlikeamother.club, and motherrunner store under one bamberbrella, as Dimity calls it, of anothermotherrunner.com. There'll be a single checkout, so you can purchase, say, a sassy tee and trucker hat at the same time as that half marathon training plan, or a hoodie plus a nutrition program. The possibilities are endless. It's going to be much easier to navigate. Everything is more transparent and spelled out. We're just super duper excited about this grand unveiling. So please be sure to mark your calendars the week of July 6th or later to check out anothermotherrunner.com. Our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Many happy miles. Mm -hmm.